Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to a new series of Are We There Yet? I'm Katie Gossett. And so a baby's first sound is a cry. From there they start to talk and communicate and sometimes what they communicate isn't actually true. Look, Buddy, I just finished my greatest invention, my truth tonic. Truth tonic? Yes, Woody. Anyone who drinks my truth tonic will always tell the truth. Wouldn't that be wonderful? A classic cautionary tale from Woody Woodpecker. That actually played on national radio back in the 1950s. And yes, it would be wonderful if there was some kind of magic tonic to stop people, especially young people, from lying. But the reality is, most kids are going to give it a go, with varying degrees of success. We know when they're lying. We have a joke and say your ears are going really red right now, because we just know our children so well. The youngest one doesn't because his tell is so obvious that we all just laugh and go, okay, do you want to try that again? You know, he can't lie to save himself. Middle daughter, she, she got quite good at it. So why do it? Why do kids lie anyway? Who did something is quite a good one. I would say if we've yelled at them, they've been put into that fight-flight kind of stage and like, oh, we're going to get in trouble and lie. It wasn't me, it wasn't me, I didn't do it. So I wonder if part of the problem is that we assume they think the same way we do, but actually they don't. Children aren't mini-adults, so we can't hold them to a similar standard with behaviour or moral judgments. They're learning how to be in this world and deal with relationships and situations, and that means they make mistakes, and things hold different meanings for them. And lying is a great example of this. Catherine Gallagher, our clinical psychologist, on how children learn to play with the truth. So interestingly, we learn to lie as we start to recognise ourselves as separate from someone else. And that's when we can start tricking, you know, or, or be tricked, like below the age of four. They don't really have a theory of mine, so it means that if I know that I'm hiding those jaffers in my pocket, then you know that too. Because, in fact, we don't really have separate minds. So I'm not going to lie, because what's the point? But then once they've learned, some kids become quite accomplished at lying and don't surrender easily. I have had a child absolutely, totally lie to me. And then when I've questioned him about it, has adamantly denied. And then I actually said, well... Here's my proof. So why'd you lie? Oh, well, I thought I'd get in more trouble if I told you the truth. Well, actually, you're in more trouble now for lying than you would have been for the original. (laughs) So again, you can take a situation and children and adults may in fact view it quite differently. As adults, our brains have a greater capacity to see the consequence of our actions and can hold these consequences in mind. 
We know lying can disrupt relationships, get us into trouble, and it doesn't feel good. Kids are far more concrete, and if I don't get caught, well, was it really that wrong? Kids are also great gamblers. If I say I didn't do it, then, you know, I might just get away with it. Even if the chocolate is all over my face, of course. So kids tell lies to get away with something, and then their parents get furious about it, but there's always more than one side to the story. One common complaint for parents is not only did my child steal, but then they lied about it as if this ramps up the sense of moral corruption. Often those two things combined means that parents feel really hurt and angry and um, put a consequence in place in amongst lots of yelling and squealing. So it means, you know, what might be quite a small behaviour gets a consequence that's way out of whack with what actually happened. So then it's almost like the original problem or issue, whatever happened, gets buried under the noise of battle. So when backed into a corner, we often start to believe what we're saying. This is especially the case with children as the line between reality and fantasy is slightly more blurred. So in other words, our children may not even feel like they're lying. To them, it's beginning to feel like the truth. Oh, good gracious. Something must have gone wrong with the tonic. Instead of telling the truth, Woody's telling fibs. Uh Uh-oh, I left out the most important ingredient. We had one situation where something went missing from the garage... And I had noticed, well, actually I'd been a bit naughty and I'd snooped on someone's Instagram account and they had talked about fireworks. So I looked in the fireworks box and I said, oh, I thought there was more than that in there. Oh, so how many did you think were in there? I said, well, there's 19 there now. I'm sure I had like 21 or 22. I wonder what could have happened to them. Oh, I don't know. You must have counted wrong. Woody! Woody! You're full of fib tonic! This kind of stuff drives parents absolutely crazy, in part, I suppose, because we feel that morally they should know better. I think we tend to put our adult lens onto that behaviour, whereas in actual fact, cognitively, you know, thinking development-wise, kids are pretty concrete. Right, so they don't, as you say, they don't load it with the meaning of values generally. No. That's what we as parents do, or adults do. Don't they know how important telling the truth is? But in fact, the reasons children lie might be quite different from what we expect. Children might lie to save face. Children might lie to create an illusion of something that they think is important. You know, I'm popular, or look at what I've got at home, or look at the things I did on, you know, we, we look at Facebook. You know, we want to paint a good picture or a positive impression of ourselves. So we could spend a lot of time, or waste a lot of time, worrying about the implications of lying. Is it a disaster if our children lie? Are they morally deficient? And have we stuffed up in some way as parents? When, in actual fact, what they're doing is just a logical step in their development. Which brings us to an important and possibly reassuring point. Don't panic, because it's normal. It's a normal part of development. If we handle it calmly and not overreact... Our children will not become morally bankrupt and end up in prison. They will eventually learn that truth works better for them than lying, but this is a process. We need to model and teach our kids to tell the truth, talk about it as a family value, notice it and point it out in other people, and when a child tells the truth, validate it. When a child lies, say, I'm a bit puzzled by what you're saying, as what I see or what I understand doesn't quite match with that picture, and we'll leave it there. You can always end with, If you remember it differently, you can always come back and let me know and then turn away and walk away. 
And you might also get a different version of events by asking a different question. If you know something's happened and you come in and go, oh gosh, I can see there's a glass broken on the ground. You've instantly opened up a dialogue for them to happily tell you, oh, I dropped it off the bench, you know, rather than if you come in and you go, oh, who did this? You get a different reaction. So I think as adults, we need to be looking at ourselves a lot. And some of that is about learning to keep calm. I'm not going to go toe-to-toe with them so that they get dug into a hole and defend their position um, even more vehemently. I am telling the truth! Because I don't know if you've ever been backed into a corner, no one likes coming from that position and admitting they were wrong. So we're actually making it more likely that they'll keep lying. In other words, if we knock back some truth tonic of our own, we might examine the way we've been acting and realise that we can help change our children's behaviour by changing our own. I think what we need to do is peel back our emotional outrage or panic about lying because what that often does is mean that our, our management of that situation is less effective. We rant and we lecture and we blow up because we're parenting from that place of being outraged. And that means that what we think might be doing, we might be nailing it into them, not to lie, is sometimes we're actually encouraging it. They're pretty good, but if I'm having you know a bad day or whatever and you do yell, you know that it's going to revert back. So a lot comes down to me. They're young, they're learning, so I have to role model my behaviour so that they can then be honest. So when it happens, because it will happen, you might need to reconsider how you punish your child. Think of the consequence you were thinking of giving them for lying. Take a deep breath, halve the consequence, take a deep breath and maybe even halve it again and then deliver. The child then gets the consequence they probably deserved and doesn't get a big whole dose of you. And eventually, as we try and untangle whatever complicated web of lies our child might have spun us, the truth will out, as they say. And the face just dropped. It was like, you know, the realisation that I have been caught and I have been caught big time. (laughs) So the sooner we learn to manage lying well, the sooner it can be relegated to the rubbish heap of childhood ways, along with all the other dodgy habits. I've got a lot of straightening out to do with people in this town. What are you going to tell them, Woody? The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. We want to see lying as a behaviour. Um, like picking your nose, that's not necessarily ideal in public or in private or whatever, how do we drop the drama around it and make it clear to kids it's not going to work out that well for you if you keep doing that. And that's it for today. So, no more lying. Well, that's kind of a lie itself, really. Perhaps it's wishful thinking on our part. So this podcast is produced and presented by me, Katie Gossett. It's mixed by Adam McCauley and Tim Watkin is our executive producer. And the archival audio comes to us courtesy of Na Taonga Sound and Vision. If you liked it, you can find other episodes on our podcast page at rnz.co.nz or go over to Apple Podcasts or anywhere where you get your podcasts. While you're there, you might like to check out some other RNZ offerings like Beyond Kate. That's a look at how the lives of New Zealand women have changed since we gained the vote 125 years ago. And don't miss our next episode when I'll look at helping a child to cope with grief. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. 
For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.